Hello and welcome to What Are These Dang Kids Into, a multi-fandom, multi-topic podcast about two Gen Z people and what they are into. I am Ace and that is Echo. Hello. As I understand, uh, Echo has some profound news to share with you all today. Yes, it's some very um, educational news. Not really. Some of it is random and other of it is just good news. Mm-hmm. Um, here at Wacked, we try to spread positive news because right now is an unfortunate time. And so I think everyone would prefer to hear positive news mm-hmm. rather than negative news. Did you see well, what I did the there? Thing- did you see what I did there yeah. with that positive? Very nice. Yes. Very nice. We'd prefer to hear that the world is not dying. Unfortunately, we can't <laughs> tell you that. Yes. Uh, We can, however, tell you these things. So, our first factoid of the day is John Krasinski, the guy who played, um, oh, what was his name? The guy from The Office. Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Jim? No, yes, Jim. Uh, Jim from The Office, yeah. He has a YouTube channel called Some Good News, and he tells the news... With some fun added, and I really enjoy it, and you should watch it. It's great. Oh, we love that, Jim from The Office. I I honestly, I would say his real name. I forgot his real name. I'm sorry, Jim from The Office. <laughs> it's kind of like the actor who plays Harry Potter. He's in real films now. Not that Harry Potter is in a real film, but he's in, like, big boy films now. And everyone, whenever they see him, he's like, oh, look, it's Harry Potter, man. That must suck. Yeah. That must to be that only must known. Suck as an actor. Yeah. And that must super suck. Yeah. <laughs> in other light news, penguins in certain zoos are visiting yes. certain animals, like beluga whales. Yes. And... They also they're visiting sea lions and seals. It's my favorite thing. They just kind of let the penguins run through the aquariums and they go up to the glass and the beluga whales are like, what are you? And they're like, hey, it's my favorite thing. I want to go to an aquarium that has exclusively penguins in it. No humans, just penguins walking the halls of beluga whales. And I think to conclude our final thoughts... Avatar, The Last Airbender, is number one on Netflix currently in the United States. I'm so happy. I'm so happy it's not that dumb, it's too hot show. I know. Um, I'm, so, I'm so glad it's something of substance. Avatar is so great, and it's really held up for 12 years. My sister turned into the moon. That's rough, buddy. Um, not sister, it was his girlfriend. Dang it! It's been a while since I've watched Avatar. <laughs> and I think that concludes our news. Um, don't forget to follow us at W-A-T-D-K-I, all lowercase, and then fun at the end, also all lowercase, on more platforms than last time. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It's uh, Twitter, Instagram, and... Mm-hmm. Funny enough, Tumblr. 
Oh, we have a Tumblr now? I will not disclose That's to you why lovely. Why I chose Tumblr, but I think it's fitting. It, it, it really does fit. We are, we might be the last Tumblr kid generation. Who knows? Uh, anyway, in this episode, let's get on to the topic. We are talking about something that I've been very, very passionate um, for lately. And uh, something that needs a lot of recognition, needs a lot of talking about, and someone who is a good artist, a good actor, who I genuinely believe needs a lot of praise. Today's uh, topic is Thomas Sanders slash, slash Sanders sides. I'm just saying, uh, on an aside, the McElroy, uh, not that I don't love the McElroys, but the McElroy uh, episode notes were really short. Because we knew that we'd go off on topics that wasn't written down. This, the Sanders side's portion alone of the list is twice the McElroy's notes. Because we know we have so much that we need to talk about. We are probably going to go and wander off down different roads, but still. Yeah, I think um, it's really interesting and I think I should also point out spoilers. If you haven't watched any of this and you want oh, to, yes. spoilers. Big spoilers. Big spoilers. Big, big spoilers for all of the Sanders sides. And I guess some of the Sanders and Friends videos, if you really like, want to watch their Kingdom Hearts playthrough, it's <laughs> really good. I recommend it. Dang, Kingdom Hearts is weird. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what's, uh, I'll let you go first. I've done a lot of talking this episode. Um, I want to talk about names and what they mean first, because I have a lot of information and knowledge about that. Yes, you do your, you do your research. (laughs) It's, I think there's two different types of content creators when it comes to names. It's, this is the name of an Egyptian god that is the god of... Uh, fire and childbirth and is represents this characteristic character fully and then there's I don't know it sounds cool I made it up when I was like 12 so I think yeah so um let's start with this is the newest episode wow big energy this episode big energy I know we have a great energy going on right now it's we got a great energy um, so Very the first talkative. one is Jan- J- J- Janice, um, which Janice, <laughs> the woman who yelled at me at church the last time I went when I was eight. Oh man! <laughs> this everyone in the fandom still calls him deceit, and I kind of love it because isn't that self-ironic? <laughs> he honestly told everyone his name, but yet everyone was like, "Ah, no." Nope, not gonna happen. So nope, we're not calling you Janice. <laughs> snake man. His name Loki with snakes. What well, Loki already has a thing for snakes, but his name is mm-hmm. tailed after a Roman myth, and it is essentially like a two-headed man, like two-headed snake. Yeah, it's like two-faced, and you know it obviously symbolizes like him mm-hmm. and roman 
could have just named him G- Gemini. Could have just named him Gemini, but no, Janice. Well, I'm, I'm, it's actually, I'm kidding, of course. It's interesting mm-hmm. because his name and, um, oh my gosh. What is the other dark side's name? My brain is eluding me right now. Remus? Remus, yes. So they both end with U.S. Uh-huh. And so all... This is the interrupting song to interrupt words we do not want to hear. That is, I mean, that's, 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 that's life, baby. That's life, baby. Uh, Another interesting point that people come up with is Virgil, Mm -hmm. um, which I think it's fitting. Isn't he he like a philosopher, a Roman age philosopher? Yeah, he's a philosopher. And what I find interesting about his name is people often um, mistake him with being like, you know, a good side or a bad side. And really, he is more in the middle. I mean, yeah. his name literally plays off him being a bad side and a good side. Because Ooh. Um, Ooh. Virgil's, Virgil's full name is Virg, uh, Virgilus, which has U.S. at the end, which is bad. It's like oh. all of the bad sides have U.S., but he just chopped that off. Mm-hmm. So Whoa, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think <laughs> Virgil was short for anything. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh huh. So I think that really signifies him. Um, on the topic it's also, of it's it's also interesting that sorry for interrupting you. It's also interesting that uh he what's a he um. All of the dark sides have Roman-based names, except for Roman, but that's not really Roman. That's just kind of s- naming the thing. Uh, I don't... Uh, this is me speaking of someone who doesn't know Roman, or ancient Roman, or is not from Rome. <laughs> so, uh, is Roman the language they speak? Would it technically be Italian? I'm an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't think... Um, it's interesting how all of the dark sides have these exotic names, and then there is Patton and Roman and Logan, which are re- relatively normal names. Uh, I don't know. I find that I find there's probably some psychology in there. I don't know. It's it's cool. Yeah, and all of the uh good sides, all of their um, names end with a n. Mm-hmm. And all of the other ones end with U.S. And what I find interesting is that there's, you know, right now there's six um, sides in all. So there's an equal amount of good and bad sides. So on this topic, orange side predictions? Orange side predictions. I don't have a prediction of what this orange side is gonna be. But I have what I want him to be. <laughs> like a true fandom trash that I am. Uh, I don't know. Like, 
So each of the dark sides has a light side, except for Virgil, which maybe he does. Maybe we haven't seen a li- another light side yet. Why would you repress a light side, though? I don't know. Um, so he's Logan's foil, obviously. Maybe Virgil is Logan's foil, so we we don't know. Have you ever thought of that? Um, yeah, I've definitely thought that Logan and um, Virgil definitely don't go together. I mean, logic is and, the analogical. opposite. Yeah, dang tumblers, I already got you. I already got you. Made it a ship name. Dang, dang it, Tumblr. Tumblr, killing me. Killing me. Anyways, go follow ours. <laughs> Anyways, go follow ours. Please, we post art there, please. Post art there, please. But like, yeah, could Virgil be Logan's uh, dark side foil? But if that's true, that doesn't... That would be weird, because it took Patton a long time to accept uh, Janice as his foil. So why would Logan have, like, one major fight in the anxiety versus... Uh, I don't know what it's called. The the video where they have, like, a courtroom battle. Not, right. the, not the big courtroom battle. The smaller one that was in the before where Virgil hissed at him. That one. Why would he I have, know exactly like, what you're talking about. Yeah, why would he have one major battle and then be kind of passive to each other? It's kind of weird. So, anyway, I'm over-talking. Um... <laughs> the the orange the orange side i i think he might be cynicism i think that might be his motif is because what is like logic taken to the extreme it's kind of the sun's gonna explode we're all gonna die one day and nothing matters because technically that's true (laughs) uh so I don't know. I think he would be cynicism. That kind of cold kind of give up on everything attitude. And I don't know how I got this in my head, but I want him to have a Victorian motif. (laughs) I don't know how I got sad Victorian man as Logan's foil in my head, but I got it in and now I can't get it out. (laughs) Well, it makes sense. Um, You know, Logan... His um, style is more modern and sleek, and so, you know. Not sleek. When I think sleek, I think of, like, a cool men's outfitter suit. He kind of looks like your dad, but not your fun dad. The dad who will yell at you for not eating your peas when you're five. That dad. (laughs) I mean, accurate. (laughs) I mean, accurate. (laughs) What's that one thing Patton says in... When they all get into an argument in that one video. Okay, dad and dad are fighting now, so just focus on dad and everything will be alright. I think um, Logan gives off, he'd tell you why you need to eat the peas vibes. (laughs) Both of my parents were lawyers. They were both lawyers. (laughs) That's the energy they give off. Oh, God. Do you have any orange side predictions? Do you have any orange um, I have an idea. I would think the orange side may be, uh, you know, collectiveness or peace. 
but that's something dark side though right but i think it's like collectiveness because there's an equal amount of dark and light sides so i think it would just be you know (laughs) hey thomas kind of got himself in a loop with this making the side colors uneven (laughs) <laughs> because if the orange side is another light side, then he's going to have to make another dark side to foil him, and so on and so forth until he dies. Great. That's why I say collectiveness, because it would be like, you know, all of the emotions as one, which I think would be oh. very sad, but I'd also think it would be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe orange is being overwhelmed. If logic is being centered and cold and in touch with reality, then the the opposite to logic is being uh, panicked, I guess. Well, we have anxiety already, and that's kind of what he is. Yeah, I would beg to differ that Loken's, you know, enemy is really Patton and Virgil collectively. Which is weird, because those, those, that group gets along pretty well. So, like, that's weird. Well, Patton forgave Janice relatively quickly when he realized he was in the wrong. So maybe Patton's just a cool guy. <laughs> I mean, he's your fun-loving dad with emotional he's your, problems. He's the dad. He's the dad who makes you cookies. He's the dad who knows that you prefer blondies over brownies. He's the dad who <laughs> knows what you want at the restaurant. You know what vibes Logan gives off. Logan gives off when we go into this restroom, you are... Th- not restroom. When you go into this restaurant, you are 13 vibes. Like, <laughs> like when you go into a buffet, it's cheaper for kids. So you have to lie. <laughs> he gives off... He does vibe. give off those vibes. When we go into this restaurant, you are 13. Do you want a kid's menu? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, let's let's um go on to another topic. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one minutes. This is gonna be a long one. Uh, I think it's my. It's gonna be pretty good. It's uh um. Uh, I I would like to put out on the table some some fandom trash that you. <laughs> um. Oh, of one, course. The- go ahead. By the way, I would like to applaud the Sanderside fandom as a whole. We have some pretty dang good creative AUs. We have the Elder Torres AU, which is wonderful. I really want to do art for it. If I do, I'll, I'll send you it so you can put it on the the Instagram or the Tumblr or whatever. But uh, yes, again, thank you. I love the Elder Torres AU. I like uh the humans AU where they're just like separate people and it's not supposed to be different emotions because i really like that of you because people can play around with like their body types and their hair it's 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 really nice there's also a college au i think there's of course a hogwarts au uh have you also have you not been also let's 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 take this into question Mm -hmm. i know they talked about hogwarts in um that one episode where do you think virgil fits Virgil's a Scorpio. Virgil may be a bit soft for the Scorpio, but he's a Scorpio. Come on, look at- You mean Slytherin? Slytherin. Dang it! Sorry, because of a friend, I have Scorpio and Slytherin tied together. 
I've never read Harry Potter. I've never watched, well, I've watched the movies, but I've never watched the last movie. And my brother keeps yelling at me to watch the last movie, and I don't. Screw you, Steve. <laughs> so, I would say that I peg him as a uh, Gryffindor. Really? That kind of fits, too, though. He could also be a Ravenclaw. I also peg him as a Ravenclaw, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put the as... <laughs> I put the as... We gotta make a new house. <laughs> the new house is called Virgil. Here you are. <laughs> you, There's only one of you, so you don't really need a dorm. Can you just sleep on the stairs, please? <laughs> you get to pick which room you're in. Yeah, you get to pick which stairs, but just sleep on the stairs. Anyway, I want to talk about uh, standardized combinations slash fusions. I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of Steven Universe AU's in the Sanderside's fandom, which are freaking amazing. I saw an uh, an analogical fusion a few days ago that had like, uh, like the kind of garnet thing going on, but instead of like an eye in the forehead, it was like two sets of eyes, like a spider almost, and it looked like hecka cool. I everyone who does Steven Universe esque designs, you are completely valid and really talented. That stuff's hard to do, but I'm talking about like a character that could be actually live action played, like a character that you'd have to do costume design that have to have a theme. Um, uh, what do you think about that? I think it would be really interesting. Yeah. I don't think it'll actually happen, and it'll be really, oh right. It'll be really weird if it does, but it is something that could. And I don't know. I like that AU. It's it's it it has a lot of creativity. I think it would be interesting if uh, let's see, Roman, and his counterpart is Deceit, correct? Uh, no, Roman's counterpart is Remus. Is Dang, I only think of Remus as Remus. What is Remus's element? Is it intrusive thoughts? Is it dark thoughts? Yeah, it's intrusive thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- um, Remus, I think it'd be interesting if Remus and Roman fused, because they were fused at one point, right? Right? Like, they were um, just collective creativeness and thought. Oh. Are you, like, saying that as Thomas character Thomas, or real Thomas, I don't know, uh, theoretically got older, he would learn right from wrong and morals, so the creativity um, split itself to be kind of like, and these are the bad ones, and this is the good ones. Yep. So I join Wednesday, you? I think, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. That'd Evelyn, fun. Evelyn, except them. <laughs> Evelyn, Evelyn, except them. Well, anyway, but like, dang, what would that, what would that, that'd be a one, bad combo. <laughs> um, yeah, intrus- intrusive thoughts and creativeness, not great. They just go, intrusive thoughts and creativeness, when those two come together, that is how uh, angst uh, ca- canon character death fix become a thing. 
is those are (laughs) that's what happens when your creativity and your intrusive thoughts merge is you go and you write an angsty fic about a ship you like and how one of them dies that's where every zombie apocalypse say you come from is those two it (laughs) i have to ask a question which i personally uh don't ship anything not particularly like in canon oh yeah do you have anything that you ship not at first i thought it was uh like creepy (laughs) it was kind of it was like it was kind of like when people ship like different members of bands together is how it felt but you know people have started to make kind of a divide of characters and actors even though they are all portraying the same root character which is also a persona of the actor but i don't know once the fandom started to have that divide analogical pretty cute (laughs) oh i can see we are mutual analogical fans (laughs) you liar you do ship uh, that's really uh, no, I I just don't ship in canon. I'm yeah, not obviously people who are like, oh yeah, no, ship in canon can uh, high key die. <laughs> I that, I know that's a bold statement, but not many good things have ca- come to the ship in canon culture. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, I wanted to bring up uh combination slash fusions. Because I got this idea while I was pacing that all of Virgil's fusions would take up uh, the aesthetic of a different early 2000s band. Oh my gosh. Yes, that yes. Is... and I've thought through all of them. I've thought through all of them. Sit Please down. tell me. Okay, so uh, first things first, Virgil and uh, Deceit. Obviously, it's early Panic at the Disco vibes. This is oh, a reason of these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't figured it out yet. Like, that's him. He has the freaking top hat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining, like, a magical girl transformation with deceit. But his hat just gets longer. <laughs> oh, that that is... That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. If anybody makes that, post it on our Tumblr. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, not, don't steal, don't steal art, I'm sorry, I was meaning, like, people submit posts with that, beautiful, no, but that's that aesthetic, obviously, I think a Virgil and Roman combination would be, like, modern, uh, Panic at the Disco, with the, the suit, Mm. the suit and the heels, the shorts, the round glasses, the sparkly eye makeup, the... Um, high hopes type of thing. That's this is this is this is true. Yes, this is very true. Yes, I know. Uh, this technically counts as an early two thousands band, but it's not really like an emo culture band. I always imagined uh, a a Logan and Virgil combination would be in the style of the Cake album covers, mm. like uh, like fifties style stu- suits looks very kind of uh dark and like underliningly depressing like i really i really have those vibes 
Um, I I would like to think that Patton and Virgil would be MCR. I was really struggling with Patton and Virgil, really. That kind of makes sense. Uh, oh, oh, it kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. I know. Would, okay, I love that. But, uh, would Virgil and Patton make Avril Lavigne, though? Mmm. <laughs> she was a boy. Wait, no. <laughs> I can't speak today. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but also, I would, I, I say Avril Lavigne, not because of any connection to her actual music, just because Avril Lavigne is very scene core and opposed to emo core. Uh, I spent too much time on Tumblr. I'm starting to use the word core in regular English. Um, also, I would like to put out there, I want, this is not really an early 2000s band, but I want, if this ever, uh, I want uh, a Virgil and Remus combination to be like, the like have you seen the documentary the dirt yeah that this man is the 80s rocker and platform heels that is addicted to every drug oh that is amazing he smashes guitars and then orders new guitars he trashes hotel rooms he is wearing a sheer crop top like klaus hargreaves that is just the vibes that is the vibes if you had to choose an early two thousands band for Remus and Virgil, though, which would it, which would it, which would it do? What would it, what would it be? Mm, this is good. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call um, it an early two thousands band, though some of it is early two thousands. I would say Mother Mother. <laughs> oh, that is such a vibe. Uh, what is Mother Mother's aesthetic, though? I guess you'd have to go in on a specific uh album oh man i would do more specific songs maybe like reaper man oh i was just thinking reaper man the two things that come to mind is reaper man and the sticks are the two Mm -hmm. you know what would also be a a good one for logan and virgil if we're going this it was this was a 2010s band but it's still in the emo band sphere so i count it uh, 21 Pilots aesthetic. That is very good. Yeah, with with the tape and the face paint. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. What, uh. Uh, other combinations that don't deal with Virgil would <laughs> be good. I'm sorry. I just thought of the fact that what if Patton's, uh, fusions are just. They they get a fanny pack and that's it. I would su- I would suggest that all of Patton's uh, versions of anything, he just you know adds a dad feature he or dad adds bod. a dad feature. Freaking uh, Roman gets <laughs> one of those stupid Hawa- stupid Hawaiian shirts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Virgil gets Virgil gets glasses. So, I would like to suggest Dad Bod Patton. Dad Bod Patton is very good. That's another good thing about the humans AU is you can do different body types and it's fun. It is fun. What do you head canon? Please tell me. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, and it's so cool because uh, human AU, different heights, different heights. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I've always imagined Logan to be like tall, lank boy. Like, I've always tall. imagined him to be very tall. Yeah. He just has those vibes of that one John Mulaney quotes that who's like, hi, knock, knock, I am six foot one. When I come into a room, I lean down, I I go, I'm sorry, knock, knock, I say knock, knock out loud. <laughs> like, those are the vibes. I would say the shortest would be Virgil, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, may I also pitch, though, uh, uh, Remus being gremlin short. Oh, that that is awesome. He's coming right for your knees. Kneecaps dissolved. Kneecaps busted. Ankles stolen. Uh, heart smashed. Taken. Taken away. Um, yeah, I always had Canon Logan, human Logan, to be extremely tall. I also. It's also good for, like, human AUs or really any, like, fan art where they're in full, full view. Like, you can see everyone. Like, no, not like, like, you don't see them torso down is what I mean. Is because people can be creative with the pants. My personal favorite thing is that uh, Roman Remus and Ro- Roman Remus and Roman, Remus, and Deceit are all we- wearing heels. I like that. I like the headcanon. They all look- I like the collective headcanon that Patton is wearing khakis. He he is. <laughs> look at this man and tell me he isn't wearing khakis. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, it's just, it's meant to be in the stars. Yeah. Like, yeah. khakis with a chunk belt. Oh, those awful dad chonk belts. Do you think... Um... Do you think if there was a Pat and Logan fusion, that immediately after they fuse, the Logan side takes over and he's like, Get this freaking jacket off my shoulders! Why? <laughs> Why just you like a jacket on your shoulders? It makes no sense! I would like to point out just like... Uh, Logan immediately coming out and being like, oh god, I feel a flood of emotions. Oh god, emotions. I suddenly feel complex to protect all of you. Is this- I suddenly feel the need to voluntarily cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, Patton and Logan fusion is just the the Timmy, where are you? Brendan Robbins, uh, Brendan uh, Rogers sketch. Is that his name, Brendan Rogers? I would like to present to you mm-hmm. the first time Roman and Virgil ever fused. I would like to present to you the fact that they would probably just scream. Yeah. They would be like, oh my god. god! <laughs> Screams for a solid minute. Oh god, we need to move on to something else or this is going to be a really long episode. What else do we have? This is a good question. Let's talk about Thomas and Friends. Thomas and Friends. I really wish it. I really want it to get more. I know it can't right now because of the quarantine thing. Uh, but uh, I really want it to uh, take off. I really want more content on there. Continue your Kingdom Hearts playthrough, coward. 
Thomas, I'm please. sorry. Please do a cat word. The first please, one was Hercules, please. and he was just like, "Oh, cool, Hercules! Wow, this looks so cool. Look at these old buildings." I would say, um, I really love Joan. I love him. Joan needs love. I love Joan so much. Uh, fun fact about I find Joan really funny. Whenever I watch the blooper reel and Joan has something to do, I'm like, I laugh a lot. Also, he they write. Sorry. They, uh, don't they write for Sandersites a lot? Yeah. Like, wonderful I really writing. just appreciated all of them. Yeah, like, the whole crew works pretty dang hard, uh, for all of this to happen. I think, uh, the best, um, example for that is Remus's song in the Dealing with Intrusive song. It's really, dealing with intrusive uh, thoughts episode the whole it's all green screened and there's so many effects it's like I know that that episode is beautiful that episode is beautiful not only is that song like crazy catchy it's so good I know side note I know Thomas sings a lot in Sandersides he is a musical theater actor but he needs to sing more (laughs) I, his singing is amazing. His singing is very good. Uh, also, I, the latest song? The latest song? Oh, good. yeah. The breakdown song was so dang good. <laughs> what like, is your favorite song? My favorite song? Oh, that's so yes. hard. So hard. Uh, can I put Anytime Logan Raps as my favorite? Oh, that is good. That is great. If, if I, I love choose, the time if I have to that Logan... If I have to choose a different one, I want to do the Christmas... No, 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 the Crofter song! The Crofter song! Crofter song, Crofter yeah. song! I would say my favorite is when Logan and Roman did a rap battle. Mm. Oh, I was thinking of that when I was like, oh, I really like Logan rapping. Um, it's so good. <laughs> It's so cool, dang! I now that I'm, I I I asked Thomas to sing more. And now I'm thinking of it. I can't really think of a Sandersides episode that isn't uh, an earlier episode that doesn't have him singing in it. Yeah, I can't really think of one either. Yeah, yeah. The, all the early episodes had a lower production value. Still really good, but yeah. Also, let's talk about favorite episodes. I, I, we don't have this on our list, but. This is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite episode. Um, I, I kind of know mine. I think my favorite episodes mm-hmm. series, because I can't choose one, I would say is um, the Guys and Dolls series. Oh, really? Uh, I kind of forgot about that. That I, I, I say I kind of forgot about that. Though that ending, the ending to the Guys and Dolls st- series, like, stuck with me for a long time. Like, I was thinking about that for, like, a few days after I watched that video. Because, I don't know, it, 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 it seems like an art film. It's so beautifully shot. It's um, really good. It's really good. I'd have to say uh, my favorites are when the sides get to shapeshift. 
I really oh, I have yeah. this thing with standicides, which I love it dearly, but it will make me severely sad each time I watch it. So I don't rewatch the episodes a lot because one, I feel like I just watched a movie, and two, I will get sad. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't want to go through the emotional taxing spirit, uh, experience of relating to these fictional characters too much. So oh, by the way, who do you relate to the most? Oh, is it bad if I say Remus? <laughs> is it bad? No. Um, no, re- not really. Uh, I'd say Roman. He's not really one of my favorite sides. I I would say Roman. I would have to go with. I mean, obviously, on the outside, I am a Patton. Yes. This is clear. I am literally the dad friend. Uh, the last time you came to my house, you or you came to hang out with me, you had made homemade deviled eggs and brought a whole tray of them. You had also made cookies and brought a whole tray of those. I just want to feed you. Yeah, you do! You're really good at baking, and you want to feed me. And I'm always like, oh, no, I'm fine. Uh, the one time I but... bought cake pops for everyone, no one likes the cake pops. So I'm sorry. I don't like red velvet. What? Red velvet's so good, though. It likes thick chocolate. I'm sorry. It's just the way things are. <laughs> wow. What a sinner. Doesn't like red velvet. <laughs> uh, on the inside, though, I would definitely be more of a Logan. Ooh, that makes sense. That I can see that. Dang, I love Logan. Logan's so good. I love Logan, too. He's my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, let's look at the list. Sorry. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll go this time. Okay. Um, let's talk about these wonderful, wonderful costume designs. Yes, I put this on here this morning. Um, the costume designs are so good. Do you have a favorite costume? I'm gonna ask you this right now. Do you have a favorite costume? I love... This is hard, but I really love um, Roman's costume. I think it's I think it's just oh. good and classy. I was I was gonna say Remus's. I love mm. Remus's costume. It has the eyes on it. It's like it's so it fits so well. It's so good. I love. Though I also love Deceit's costume. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna take an unpopular opinion. I'm not a fan of the hat. I know he's trying to look like a like a Disney villain, but it but uh and it's still good. It's still amazing. I love I love Remus not Remus, I love Janice's hat. Um he comes off more Cruella de Vil though than a mm. Robotnik. This is true. He does give very Cruella de Vil vibes. Cruella de Vil. Cruella de Vil. No we should probably stop singing or we're going to get demonetized. Oh, dang. It, it doesn't count if it's a cover, right? Is that how demonetization works? Um, in this business, anything is copyrightable. <laughs> in this business, there are no rules. It's lawless town. <laughs> it's lawless land. 
But this costume, yeah, even though, like, such a good costume design. So good. I I, I really like Patton. Underrated. Underrated. I love Patton. His, he's so simple. Yet, if someone, like, is wearing a blue shirt and has a thing around their shoulders, I'm like, hey, it's Patton. It's, like, so recognizable. I'm. It really is. I'm an artist. TM. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an artist, TM, and uh, I know how, like, important silhouettes are, which is a weird thing to say about a uh, series that uh, every character is by the same guy, but I I really do. I really uh, think that Patton's, uh, it's so simple. Yet, if you made silhouettes of all of the Sandersides characters, Patton is the one who would stick out the most because of his, uh, his thing on, on his shoulders. It's like, it's like character design, good character design, is something you can really see at a first glance and go, yep, that's that. And it's such good, especially complicated character design, human character design, and live character design that you actually have to get into it just it makes my little artist heart so happy that uh they all have such unique silhouettes when being the same person like even even remus is like really really good because of his shoulder things and uh virgil's really good because of the bagginess of his uh shirt logan sticks out logan probably sticks out the least but he sticks out in the fact that he is so plain and kind of A-line because logic. And though I did complain about Janice's hat just a bit before, it, it does create a good silhouette. <laughs> Thomas has the same hair no matter what character he's in. So it does set him apart from some someone like Roman who he would kind of blend in if he didn't have that hat. Yeah. It's such good character design. It's such good costume design. Whenever Remus is on screen, I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> look at all the ooh. little facets. He has a little stripe in his hair. <laughs> the little details. Oh, look at the coloration. Also, uh, fun fact, um, his uh, color palette is reverse of Romans. Green and red are on the opposite ends of the color wheel and black and white. That is amazing, right yeah, there. Did you I not, love color. Did you not realize that? <laughs> I love ke- color theory so much. Color theory is hard, but color theory is amazing. Um, I talk about color theory constantly, and I'm pretty sure my family hates me <laughs> for talking about color theory. I talk about yes. I talk about silhouettes so much. You probably hate me for that too. Um, but uh. So good. It's so good. Uh, we've also talked about uh, fusions and um, stuff, but realistically, with uh, Remus's kind of uh, uh, skunk stripe in his hair and Virgil's goth aesthetic, do you think if you put them together, you would just get Sweeney Todd? Is that what his name is? Oh, gosh. Demon Barber Dude. The- Demon Barber Dude, who was a musical and is now a movie. Uh, and who was played by a very, very young, uh, famous actor that I don't remember the name of. 
Um, While you're thinking about it. I... <laughs> now you've got me stuck. Yeah. Uh, possibly? <laughs> possibly? If Well, possibly. it would probably be different because he would have a more prince-like appearance or maybe a more uh, grungy-like appearance, but, you know. Mm, grunge Prince. Grun- grunge Prince sounds like a terrible cover band. Grunge Prince sounds like the type of cover band you'd hear in someone's garage. It sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> Let me be a part of Grunge Prince. I have a good guitar now. Um, is that everything? I don't think that's everything. It can't be everything. We're not even over an hour yet. Um. Oh, Thomas's wonderful acting slash voice acting skills. Oh, like, this is this. This is so true. I I really I'm not a theater kid. Well, I, I kind of am. I did. Uh, I'm stage crew. I design sets and I sometimes move boxes. Um, so or I'm not good at moving boxes because I have zero upper body strength. But you know, um, so like, but I I can realize really when someone's really good at voice acting. <laughs> And and real, not real acting, you know, but, like, in-person acting. When, like, I was on his live stream a few days ago, and people would ask from hellos for, dif- for different characters, and you could, like, hear it. Like, it's supposed to be the same person, but you can tell by just, like, the cadence in their voice that it it's so different. Like, if there was a visual novel or a cartoon for Sanders' sides, and all of them were voiced by Thomas, you would still be able to tell them apart, even if they were standing right next to each other. And Yeah, like if they were all in the dark. Yeah. If they're... (laughs) Hey, Thomas, if you want to flex how good you are at being awesome, just have a scene where they're all in the dark and you do all their different voices. I feel like everyone would... I mean, everyone just... They all sound similar. They have similar keys mm-hmm. in their voice. Yeah. But they're all slightly different. Yeah. They're all, which is great. Which is so good. Um, It's like, it's so genuinely impressive. Like, uh, it, someone can do like a good impression and you're like, whoa, that's impressive. But when you hear someone that's actually good at voice acting do different yet similar voices that can still stand out to each other in your mind it's like whoa this guy knows what he's doing it's like so impressive it's kind of like listening listening to critical role for the first time not knowing what you're going into and then being like and then uh matt mercer talking in his regular voice and then he suddenly pulls out some like irish accent and you're like whoa who are you it feels like that who is this man? Who is this man? Why is he suddenly a snake child? Um, I see in the notes here we have D and D-A-U question mark. I did. I have I've had an idea for a few years now for a D and D and D-A-U. I've never acted on it before. <laughs> um, I've never drawn it before. But basically I had an idea where 
uh, it wouldn't work now since we know more about Janice. Janice was going to be the main villain. I basically just listened to Be Prepared like over and over and I started imagining it with Janice and like a horde of dragons. Like Oh, that is fun. Yeah. And I then I cons- then I like imagined him as kind of like not the not the D&D version of Dragonborn, but like the Skyrim version of Dragonborn, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like that would make a good villain and then everything else kind of fell around it. I also, another big inspiration was I would listen to uh, 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 the song from Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is my favorite Disney movie, mm. by the way. Uh, 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 Hellfire? Not Hellfire. Uh, Court of Misfits? Court of Mischief? Court of Miracles! I listened to Court of Miracles and was imagining it as Remus, and I was like, that fits so well! I wish there was a fancy AU. And then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, my Logan sign side poking through being like, I love the, the technical stuff in D&D. I love the different class variations. I would make character sheets all day if I could. Uh, so I started imagining what classes and what subclasses and what their backstory would be in D&D and what canon D&D people they would like. Uh... So I came up with this really intricate, like, storyline almost, and these really intricate characters, and didn't use them for anything. I threw them in the garbage can, and I just, I wanted to share my ideas, if you would allow me. Oh, of course. I, um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be surprised when I say this, but what if? I'm just saying, what if Virgil was a moon druid? Oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know uh, D&D subclasses very well, moon druids uh, uh, are druids that um, uh, specialize in shapeshifting. And I wanted him, I wanted his intro to be like the 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 team tm has like someone's like oh there's a beast caught in my caught in my hunting traps and i'm too afraid to 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 go up and free it myself why well, i need brave adventurers like you and it would be this thing called a night stalker which is a D monster that's basically a panther with like tails that twin off and then legs like a spider like not not spider legs panther legs but like a lot of them and it's this big black panther with a bunch of eyes and a bunch of legs, and it's terrifying. And I wanted that to be Virgil's coming in scene, is them trying to free it from the trap and then it running away and then them, like, tracking it into a city. And then he changes back at one point, and you're like, oh, that's a human man! Like, I really wanted that to be his opening scene for some reason. I also wanted him to have, of course, some roguish motifs. The roguish motif is good. Yeah. Of- okay, what what class type would Patton be? Oh, I got you, fam. Um, uh, Patton is, of course, a druid as well. But I want him to be a... Uh, I don't know what it's called. I wanted it originally to be a sun druid. But sun druids uh, focus more on 
the plant side of things, the I'm going to nurture nature and let it grow kind of a thing. I wanted him to specifically be a, like a brother. I think it's, it's, I, I'd have to go and get my book and look it up, but it's like the brother bear druid. It's the, I, I promise to protect all living things that call the wild to their home. That is kind of uh, the type of druid I'm thinking about. And I wanted him to be that kind of druid. I also had an idea of him to be a fae. I really want... This is fun. This is great. I love this. I wanted him to be a fae. I wanted him to have those big Claudius Clay-type robes and, like, a cape. I also wanted him to never wear shoes. I don't know. That feels mystical and wonderful and, like, Disney (laughs) princess-like. Is to never wear shoes. No shoes. No shoes. No problem. I, I, I don't know. I pictured him being like this. The th- good thing with D and AUs is because there are lots of fantasy races in D and D. Uh, specifically, I wanted uh, I wanted Patton to be a to be a fae, not an arch fae, not a trickster fae, but like the kindly I help druidic peoples kind of a fae. Um, and I wanted him to have these big long ears that like curled up at the ends, and I wanted him to be all floaty and have his hair all floating and have like vines and stuff growing on him and have him like talk to animals i don't know like a disney princess but D. <laughs> again if we draw any of this this will yeah. be posted on yeah. all of the platforms we have yeah. recently earlier earlier mentioned. Also, do you want to do you want to uh, hear what like race combinations i had with virgil though because i'm proud of it <laughs> Oh, I wanted Virgil to have a hood. I wanted that to be his main like characteristic as a as a rogue, as mainly a rogue, with some druidic stuff on the side. I wanted him to have a hood that would be constantly sticking to his head. And I wanted him to at first look like a drow. I wanted him to have the big ears, the purple skin, the either like solid black or maybe milk white eyes, or like maybe violet eyes. Um I like fully blacked in eyes. And I wanted him to be like, yeah, I'm a drow. I come from the Underdark, being a good allegory for him being a dark side. But then I wanted his, like, I wanted his hood to get knocked off. Or I wanted him to trust someone to see him without his hood. And I wanted him to be a tiefling, secretly. I want... Ooh, this is fun. uh, For anyone who doesn't know what D&D is... Tieflings are half demons, and they also and they often have to hide their identity due to people not liking demons that much. I wanted him to have his horns like shaved down so they wouldn't be too long, and I wanted him to have this like cool like set of ropes on the inside of his hood that tied them down to the nubs of his horns so the hood wouldn't come off. I wanted there to be this cool like floaty mechanism that when he like stretched out his arms his hood would like magically kind of like slick on back I like I I had this idea like so placed in stone I loved it so much uh do you have anything to say about what I've just said I have more but I don't want to like overshadow you um I think these are all great I would like to know if Roman is the classic knight archetype Yes, he is. Yes, he is, baby. Here he is. I wanted uh, Roman to be, 
Yeah, the classical archetypical. I want to go out for adventure. You know, if you have you ever played D and D with a person who like learned what D and D was five seconds ago, so they make a character that's like, I am a good knight and I fight for justice and purity, <laughs> and I am out to adventure yes. and kill the dragon. That's what Roman is. <laughs> Uh, I wanted Roman's backstory to be from nobility. I specifically wanted him to be from a family that was in charge of a fighting guild. I wanted him to have a bunch of, kind of like Game of Thrones, you know, like the wolf symbol, the dragon symbol. I wanted him to have symbols and regalia all over his armor. I wanted it to be all shiny and gold. I wanted him to have a cool long sword. That has, like, a decorated hilt that has, like, uh, possibly maybe his symbol. Possibly, like, a a heart at the end of it that would be, like, so cool. I wanted him to have the full suit of armor. Just, like, the, I take nothing from nobody. I'm a knight of justice. Like, I wanted that to be him so, him so bad. Um, I wanted... I think Roman's main, like, thing... He was human, by the way. I just made Roman human. I wanted his main, like, troublesome to be, like... I wanted his main archetype, like, his main struggle to be different. Um, to be accepting of all the other group. Because, like, with D&D nobles, they keep people at arm's length with money. And they're not very accepting of say tieflings nudge nudge virgil and i wanted that to be his big arc was kind of like in the real show being like all right i i was picturing a team of gallant crusaders going to kill a dragon but you're what i have so and i accept that and i wanted that to be his thing so what is uh Logan? Logan, I wanted I specifically wanted Logan to be a, a high elf. So like a light blue skin, mm-hmm. very magically inclined high elf. I wanted him to be there for anyone who doesn't know what D is, again, I wanted there is this thing in D D where you actually have to learn magic if you are not born with it. So there are bard colleges and there are um, magical schools that you actually go to to be a wizard. Um, well, you can. You can teach yourself. It's, it's whatever. But I wanted Logan to be a professor. I wanted him to be... Oh, dang. I need to remember what the, 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 game, the in-game term is. Uh, professor of uh, conjuring. Uh, professor of conjuration. I wanted him to know a lot about the planar system and really about how the world of D&D works. If, if you don't know about D&D, there's a planar system <laughs> that's like the material world, the fire world, uh, literally the underworld, uh, and all the different domains have different gods and stuff. I wanted him to be like a planar explorer type that can that conjures things out of portals and is like, super super cool about that i wanted his main i also had this idea that he would have uh, this is kind of out out there but i wanted this idea that he would have uh tattoos on his arms because uh this is fun uh wizard magic of my understanding 
is divided into sun and moon. And I wanted him to have, like, moon regalia on his arms because he's a high elf. And those are the two kind of paths of magic. Um, so I wanted his main, like, thing to be I wasn't born with magic and thus I'm not as good as someone who is. I had to work my way up to being as good as I am and people are still better than me. I I wanted that to be his his main thing. This is a a good archetype. Yeah. Con- yeah, so that's why he would have the tattoos in 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 universe would be so I don't have to go and I don't have to look up the book and I don't have to do all the thing, I can just kind of boom, you know? I I, I don't know. Rome, uh, Logan was my favorite. I don't know why Logan gives me such wizard vibes, but he totally does. He totally gives off I play D&D he vibes. Gives off DM vibes. Oh, he gives off immense DM vibes. He gives vibes. off, I'm not gonna do the stupid voices, please go kill the dragon already vibes. I think he gives he gives off if you I'll let you do this vibes. He gives off Griffin McElroy he vibes. Dies. Uh he goes, No, you can he he has no you can actually you cannot actually bring a guitar to play your bard vibes. He gives off no, you cannot flirt with the murderous goo monster. He, he gives off he gives off no, you cannot seduce the dragon vibes. This is this is all yeah. accurate. <laughs> he he kind of does. Um, he gives off. I made this immaculate script. I wrote out many characters. I worked so hard on this mainline story, and you get distracted because there's a salmon in the lake that you want to catch. And we play that for three hours. He gives off those vibes. I I have ideas for the dark sides, too. Well, I think we could save those for a part two. For a part two? Oh, dang, it's so long. It's so long. I'm sorry. I wanted to... Oh, I don't... <laughs> I wanted to say one more thing. It, I don't want to stop talking, Mom. I'm sorry. Um, but, like, uh, I also... All of the D&D and stuff will take energy and time to draw. Uh, but I did want to do a, a fan... Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, I wanted to do fan art of all of the, the different sides and the aesthetic of the bands that they said when in the Q&A video when they said, um, uh, describe how you're feeling in a song. I wanted to get those bands that they answered with and draw them in that aesthetic. Is it because I just want to draw Logan in a Pink Floyd aesthetic? Yes. Are you going to stop me? No. (laughs) Anyway, I want want to draw that. You can put that on our Instagram or Tumblr or whatever. I will put it on all All of of it. it. We don't need to make a part two just so I can talk about my idea for Remus. I just wanted to make him a, I wanted to make him a warlock. <laughs> That's really it. I wanted to make him a warlock with a sword that talked to him like a beacon. Chaotic. Mm, <laughs> so. Anyway. 
it's back. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm so sorry. I, I, I dragged this on. I love Thomas Sanders. I love Sanders sides. Yeah, yeah. On a personal note, um, the Sanders and well, all of the Sanders mm-hmm. sides were a really big inspiration for me creatively. Oh, me too, me too. And uh, they're really a comfort at this yeah. point, and I love them so mm-hmm. much. Thank you, Thomas Sanders, making these characters so great. Thank, thank you, Thomas Sanders, like legit so much. Thank you, everyone who makes uh, Sanders sides for being so creative, having good morals uh doing the thing being so good at it uh see past the last hour of us gushing about you uh i hope y'all are doing great in quarantine uh i know it can be pressure uh a bowl to get content out but we get that content takes a long time especially when it's as high quality as your guys's and I we love you. We genuinely we genuinely do. You make such good stuff that inspires all of us creativity creatively, but it be good outro. It's a it is a good outro. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I guess we should say bye. Yeah. Uh goodbye. <laughs> goodbye everybody. Goodbye. Stay safe. Thank you for tuning in to our little corner of the internet where we talk about fandoms. <laughs> oh, and, and just a reminder, I did not forget about those 10 points you got last mm-hmm. time. If you really listen to this again, you get five points this time. Uh, coward, give them 20. They deserved twice that for Fine. dealing, with, dealing Fine. with my stuttery voice. 25. You get 25 points. Count up those Count points. Count up those points. Uh, if you get all the points, you get uh, one thing at the item shop subreddit. Who knows? Yes. Um, you'll see our item shop subreddit <laughs> soon. Dude, we're not actually making an item shop subreddit. The item shop subreddit is an actual thing, Echo. It's in our hearts. <laughs> it's in our hearts. You have to grab the keyblade and unlock our hearts to uh, go into the item shop. Get some potion. Only only ten experience points. Come on. We believe. We in believe you. in you. Thank you, Tom Sanders. And hello, and welcome to the end of the second episode of What Are These Dang Kids Into? Don't forget to. Follow us at W-A-T-D-K-I, fun, and um, it'll be on Tumblr, Twitter, Insta. Um, I'm sorry for the delay this week, but the next episode will be out on Friday, like planned. Um, I figured out the problem with the audio, I just need to fix it. And look out for new stuff this week, or next week. It'll be really interesting, and I'll see you on the flip side. Goodbye!